When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Welcome back to Stumps, Nims is all, and Bryce McGain with you. It has been an absolute festival of cricket today. Beautiful day as well. A nice way to start off summer, I can tell you that, Bryce. But, uh... I don't know. I camped out. You've been running around through ground to ground. I've been in the comfort of air-conditioned rooms watching the WBBL. And a lot of the superstars from the WBBL are part of our World World Cup winning squad. And we've really seen the female game explode in the past couple of years or so. And uh, it's not just household names like Elise Perry that are doing, um, you know, make, getting their, the column space in newspapers. But now Ash Gardner. Um, Georgia Wareham, um, all these new stars, which we've had on the show as well too, which is kind of good. But there is a coach behind that success, and that man joins us now, and his name is Matthew Mott. Motty, welcome to Stumps, and congratulations on a stellar campaign in the Windies. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Um, yeah, it was uh, wonderful, I suppose, build-up in Malaysia first, and then um, we played some great cricket over in the West Indies and uh, culminated in a, in a great win in the final. So um, it was it was a bit of a mixture of relief because we, we hadn't had the best uh, last couple of World Cups, but and then it turned to pure joy when uh, yeah we got the victory. So, um, yeah, excellent couple of weeks and nice to be home. Moddy, do you think the, the, the tension of what might have been in past opportunities um, was, was something a real challenge to overcome in, in this instance? Yeah, look, I think that the signs are there. I think uh, we were pretty comfortable where we were at as, as a team. I think we... After those couple of losses, I, I think we, we actually built from that and we, we sort of stripped back everything and worked out what was going well and where we needed to improve. And, you know, I can't fault the players enough. They were very honest and candid about where we were at as a team and where we need to get better. And we, we looked at it warts and all. And uh, I think you can see a real change over the last eight to 12 months um, in how they approach the game. They've got more of a smile on their face. They're playing with a lot more freedom. And I, could, I think you could really see that over there. And... So they just went out there, particularly in the final, and, and just had the time of their lives. And that's, that's what we asked of them, and that's what they produced. So um, it was special to watch. Now, you've coached around the world. You've coached uh, county cricket. You've played county cricket. You've played first-class cricket. You've won Sheffield Shield titles at New South Wales. Now you're coaching the Australian women's team. Is that really the secret source to, to coaching, is getting the players to relax and have fun? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Particularly tournament play. I, I think, um, you know, we've been number one uh, for a while now and, and been very consistent over that period. But we, we learned the hard way. Tournament play is pretty brutal. And you can you can be playing really well and someone takes the game away from you. Uh, I was just watching today, you know, the, the Sixers were, were well in the hunt and then an innings from Lizelle Lee comes out and just takes the game away from you. Yeah. So we're, we're aware of that. And we, what we try to do is just make sure that uh, we put everything in place and just... So we had the freedom to go out there and enjoy the game. And, um, you know, we said win, lose or draw. We, we thought we were in a great place as a cricket team. But the fact is, from the outside, everyone judges you on those wins and losses. So uh, we had to get over that hurdle. I thought um, 
the real turning point, I suppose, is Elisa Healy and her comments about the fact that we, we did have some scar tissue, but we're prepared to admit it and make sure that uh, it didn't happen again. What are some of the things, because uh, we have lots of coaches tuning in, this is straight after a day's cricket, and yep. they're all looking for a tip, and particularly when we've highlighted that we've got the world champion coach on board, what are some of the things that actually make training fun? Because that can be a real grind. How, yep. how can um, coaches you know, spice up the training session? Well, we've, you know, we've tried a number of things. I think you know, training on tour is, is pretty much, we, once we get into tournament mode, it is about uh, less is more, I think, um, making sure players have ownership of their own sessions. Um, we actually had a lot of optional sessions over there. So, uh, you know, if players were a bit fatigued, uh, they didn't need to come to training. And my, my thing about training is, uh, is definitely about you need players who want to be there and put in 100%. Otherwise, it's probably counterproductive. We also get the players themselves to design a few sessions to mix it up, and then you probably get a bit more of a feel for what they're looking for. Um, but one of the last couple of years, I, I think it's for us, it's been about training a little bit uglier. That um, you know, training doesn't have to be perfect, and um, you get some of your best learnings when training isn't great and conditions are a bit different, or you put them under pressure. So um, getting the players to embrace that side of training has been a, a real shift, I think, for us because. I think traditionally uh, training was always in a real safe and uh, safe environment and everyone uh, was out there not to make mistakes. So try to encourage people to make mistakes and learn from it. But, um, yeah, I think anything you can do to make training fun is, is, is watching other people do it as well. We, we get heaps of ideas from watching other, other coaches coach and, and even other sports, you know, watching a bit of tennis. A young fella played tennis and uh, different things in AFL, all, all things you can pick out of other programs that can add to your own stuff. So uh, just keeping an open mind, I guess. Monty, you've got obviously the uh, WBBL that is um, in action as we speak. Plus, uh, the next time that the girls are actually together as a unit won't be until February um, in the in the three-match ODI series against New Zealand. Do you want them to have that far off in the distance or do you want that in the back of their minds? Because like that's it's obviously a big shift going from T20 to ODI cricket, or do you just try to, you know, not overcomplicate things enough and just take it one game at a time? Well, I think the first thing is, uh, we're, you know, I think it's they're hugely fatigued at the moment. I mean, we have to come back from the West Indies. I know I'm tired, so I wasn't even out there playing cricket today. So getting through this weekend, I think, is important for all of them. And it was great to see a few of the batters back up and get some runs there today, which I thought showed their professionalism. But, you know, I think, you know, having spoken to Ben Sawyer, who's, one, who's coaching at the Sixers, it's about freshening them up and making sure they're ready to go. And obviously, there's a lot, you know, a lot of the batters didn't get an opportunity to put their case forward over there because we're either chasing some more to- small totals or, or Elisa Healy sort of hogged, hogged the most of the batting. So um, I, think, I think a few of them are pretty keen to get some runs on the board and put a case forward for the ODIs. But um, I think one of the best things in women's cricket is, is the actual ODI championship. And so over the qualifying period for the next World Cup in 2021 in New Zealand, um, you know, the top four teams have to qualify and get and get an automatic qualification. So there's, there's a huge, um, I suppose, emphasis on that and making sure we, we win every game. And then from there also, we'd love to win that ICC championship because uh, I, I feel that's a great gauge of you as a team in home and away conditions over extended periods of time. So, yeah, that we've we're definitely got an eye on that. But I, I, I think it's about them going back um, in their franchises uh, leading from the front and making sure that the domestic players um, you know, understand what we've been trying to do and, and try and push them a little bit harder as well. Marty, there's a lot going on with the Australian men's cricket team and uh, uh, some have used the word turmoil. Uh, like there's some real challenges there around leadership. Um, how is it that, uh, that 
well, I guess two-part question. Uh, what's the difference between coaching uh, the guys, which you have done quite successfully at first-class level, and girls? But how, how can they learn from, I, I guess, the dynamic of what um, you've been able to create as coach of the Australian women's team? Yeah, look, I think the, the guys are just... I think they just need to play some cricket. I think there's been, you know, a lot of time without playing cricket in front of the Australian public. And I just... I think they're, you know, obviously new coach, a bit of a new regime. I think they're ready to go. It's going to be a great series against India. Um, and we'll see see what they're like. I think see what... You know, I think Tim Payne has always struck me as a great leader. And I, I think they've got some really good deputies in, in there as well. And having a bit of crossover with the men's team recently... Um, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think they've made some mistakes. Uh, they've admitted it, and that's basically what where we were, you know, a year or two ago as well. So um, I, I think getting the Australian the, the respect of the Australian public's back by playing some good aggressive cricket in, a, in an Australian way um, and winning some games in front of them, I, I think that there'll be a huge turnaround. So I know they're really well led. Um, Justin Lang is very keen to make um, make everyone proud of the Australian cricket team and. From what I've had to deal with them, I think they're ready to turn the corner as well. So, and a lot of people sort of, it almost frustrates us a little bit that they they paint the girls and, and put them on a pedestal. Um, we're all part of the Australian cricket family, and when the boys are, are struggling a bit, we are as well. So that's something we've spoken a lot about in the group. Is um, is we're all in it together really, and um, we're hoping for a great summer for both the boys and the girls. So, by the sound of it, there is a real connection between mm. the, the men's and women's team. Do the coaches catch up, or is there a common goal? Um, we, we see some themes coming out that are uh, uh, from the men around sort of uh, uh, elite honesty and things like that. Is that the similar thing that's happening with the women's team? Is it all? Is it all one? Um, yeah, what, we're probably at different stages. I, I think, you know, obviously um, our group's been together for a while and our uh, leadership's been consistent for a while. I think there's a bit more sure. change mm-hmm. in the men's team, obviously. So I think they're building and, and that's, that's um, you know, that's being honest and they, they understand where they're at. But when we, we actually got together, obviously, with, as part of the review, which was led by Rick McCosker, and um, we tried to come up with sort of an overarching uh, theme that tied the two teams in together and, We've all got our own values. We've got our set of values. The boys have got theirs, which is a, a different. But, you know, I think that hopefully that starts to get a little bit more elevated, the players' charter, um, which is a really positive document. And I think one of the things we talked about there was bringing it to life a little bit and you know, telling stories about, you know, Aaron Finch growing up in country Victoria and all he ever wanted to do was, was play for Geelong first grade. And that was that was as high as his ambition was. So... Um, you know, they're great stories, those, and, and, and people up there are real. And I think the more yep. we can tell the stories about the realness of their journey and uh, how hard it was to get through the system, uh, I think that they'll, they'll get close to the Australian public again, and that, that's what cricket needs, I think. On the topic of the Australian public, there was a huge celebration at Fed Square on Thursday in Melbourne. And I tell you, it was a hero's welcome, and it literally was, because you don't often sort of see that. We've, we saw that happen to England during uh, the 2005 Ashes. That's happened to the men's team. But to see that, I mean, it, were the girls blown away by just how many people turned up to Fed Square and were proud of uh, what they did? Because let's face it, a lot of the games were overnight, early morning. So we've really followed the journey. Yeah, it, it was. I, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but we were literally blown away, I think. You know, you are the other side of the world over there. The internet was, was terrible in our hotel, so even <laughs> social media, media was pretty hard. Yeah, it was it was a real struggle, which was probably a good thing. There wasn't too many distractions apart from the 
you know, the um, the beach down there that we all sort of got around and had a swim at. But, yeah, we did feel, obviously, we felt a lot of love from the Australian public. We, you know, we've got families back here telling us, um, you know, it sort of captured the imagination. It was, was on at a good time for people to watch the game as well, which was important. But um, it wasn't until we got back there and... and until we got back there to um, to Melbourne, that we fully realised just how much the Australian public had embraced it, and that that crowd there was it was amazing. A few old faces, as uh, Bryce had known, um, Beck Jans and uh, Mark Butler and people like that. So they yep. come out of the woodwork. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was great to see some smiles on people's faces, and uh, it, you know how much it really meant to them. Fantastic. And what's on the agenda for you now? Obviously, with the with the team not together until February, you've got a bit of time. Is it just a bit of R and R, or do you get around and and watch a lot of the the Big Bash cricket? Yeah, I'll have to get around a fair bit. I got the rare pleasure of watching uh, my young fella Jai play cricket this morning, which was was good. I haven't got to see him play um, all season, so that that was pretty special. And he's he's obviously improved a lot since I've been away, which was good. But uh, yeah, I watched those two big Big Bash games. Uh, today, which uh, is important, but um, with with the amount we can see it on telly and that now, I don't need to get around probably as much as I have in previous years. But yep. certainly tie in some visits with states and and make sure that we're um, you know we're understanding their programs and, and get around as much as we can and and watch some games. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next couple of months. I think there's some great opportunities for some players in our system. And as it shows, I think um, you know the Australian selectors uh, I think should be credited because we're. We've picked some some good young, you know, 19-year-old players have come through and performed, and that's a healthy state for for the game. And there's some great players out there on show at the moment, so there's plenty of opportunity going forward. Well, Monty, you and the team have been an absolute shining light, uh, especially uh, when the men's team isn't really having that much success. But like as you said, we are all in this together, and mate. Congratulations. You've got till February to sort of relax a little bit, even though I know you won't. But uh, thanks for taking the time this Saturday to join us on Stumps. And uh, all the best and have a great Chrissy as well. Thanks very much. Pleasure, guys. Thanks for your support, eh? Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.